welcome to another episode of Gas Network Presents Sports for the Culture. I'm here with the family. Price, XXV, Double I, Rome, Simolo, Crosslion, T-Buggy, man. This is the greatest sports show on the planet, La Familia. Hope y'all ready for a ride. Can't wait to hear what you guys got to say. What it do? You know what it is. You know what time it is. Running late as always, but that's that's becoming our thing nowadays, man. It's it's, it's the gang. You are now tuned in to Gas Presents Sports for the Culture. I am tonight's host, your boy Young Rome Twenty Two. Uh, we're down one man right now. I think G is is uh, going and getting that money that he owes me and Bryce, but he might join us a little later once it's time to pay up. Um, but I'm gonna let the fellas introduce themselves, and then we're gonna get into this show because we got a lot to get into to, to this weekend. Some NFL action and uh, a little bit of NBA talk as well. So I'm gonna start with the uh, top left. Hey man, I told G like this, man. Straight like Ben Simmons. I said, look, man, we starting this shit with or without you. All right, feel me? I don't care if you never play another game again. People talking crazy today. I'm glad to see everybody's healthy, happy. And uh, on their diva shit. So let's get it, man. Uh, this hypothetical situation. But Ben Simmons, got nothing for you. Next. <laughs> All right, man. Top right, introduce yourself. At Bryce XXVII, a.k.a. Mr. Big Leaguer. Hey, I'm feeling like J.G. Wentworth. I want my cash now, Toronto. <laughs> Show your face, Toronto. I need my cash right now, sir. Yeah, y'all, y'all got a new slogan, man. It was run the tape. My new slogan is Mr. Big Leaguer is always vindicated, baby. Get used to it. Y'all, y'all find out. Stay tuned. Y'all find out what I'm talking about. Always vindicated. Hey, speaking of vindication, man, I think uh, this first topic, the player we're going to talk about, he's probably feeling a little vindicated himself after finally getting the monkey off his back and uh, beating the Kansas City Chiefs. Of course, I'm talking about Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. <clears throat> they finally got that big victory in thrilling fashion on Sunday night. I wish T was here because, you know, that's his favorite quarterback in the world, Lamar Jackson, but he's got the night off tonight. So, fellas, what, what are your thoughts on Lamar and the Ravens getting that dub over the Chiefs? Uh, it, was, it was a great performance. Uh, you know, talk about the first half. Uh, I think we can all agree that Lamar Jackson didn't have a great first half. Uh, He made some mistakes, and he remembered those mistakes, but he had that next play mentality. He kept it pushing, and he pushed forward. Uh, Second half, you know, took advantage of the right plays and got the monkey off his back, as he said. Um, So it was a big win for them. You know, I think people were already penciling them in. Uh, Guys like T were already penciling them in, you know, 0-2. Oh, what are they going to do now? Are the are the Ravens done? How are the Ravens done week one? Okay, yeah. So that's all nonsense talk. So I mean, we see what it was. I'm happy for Lamar. I think he played well. Uh, he's going to overcome a lot. Uh, I think this, you know, it's a, it's a character win for Lamar. Uh, tack it to the resume. Um, yeah, certified uh, signature performance. <laughs> Bryce, what were your thoughts on the uh, on the Chiefs Ravens game? Hey, man, Mr. Big League of Vindication Part 1. Last week I told y'all, man, the Ravens will be back in the playoffs the same way they always are. I told y'all, Lamar Jackson is an elite quarterback. You see, people like (coughs) T, 
some people. They want Lamar Jackson to fit into their definition of what a of what an elite quarterback is. They want him to fit into their little box. What ESPN tells you is great. And hold on, hold on, real quick. Let me address ESPN and all the talking head. They've been coming up with the boy Lamar Jackson real strong. Chris Collinsworth was talking real crazy on that broadcast. All up until my man did the jump pass over the entire O-line and D-line right in the Marquise Brown's hands for the touchdown. Look, Lamar Jackson is an elite quarterback. And the beautiful thing about playing quarterback is there's so many different ways to play it. It kind of reminds me of like, I don't know, like what basketball used to be. You know how you could have a fat kid playing basketball? He might have some handles and might have a shot. He could still get it done on the court. The quarterback position is kind of the same way. You don't have to just fit into a box. You don't just got to be a guy that gets the ball out in three seconds every time he drops back. A guy that is just 67 70% passing completion to be an elite quarterback. Is he an elite passer? We can argue that. Maybe, maybe not. I think he's good enough in the pocket to be considered an elite passer as well. But when we're talking about elite quarterback, there's no question Lamar Jackson is that. He proved it once again. One thing he'll always be able to do is beat you with his feet. You can't take that away from him. Over 100 yards on the ground, you come back from throwing a pick six on the first possession of the game, everybody on Twitter already writing you off. You should have saw the jokes on Twitter after that first pick. You would have thought Lamar Jackson was a scrub. And what do he do, man? Put the team on his back. You know what I love the most? That last play, when they they, they did they, they took the camera right to John Harbaugh. He looked at Lamar and said, Lamar, you want to go for this? Lamar looked back at him and said, hell yeah, let's get this. And what, what was it? First down, game over. You give that ball back to Pat Mahomes, Chiefs probably win that game. But Lamar Jackson has the ability to get one to two yards any given moment. The kid is um, – the kid. The man is unbelievable. Lamar Jackson is an elite quarterback. Top five in the NFL. If anybody tells you otherwise, they're hating. Mr. Big League of Vindicated Part One. Tune in for Part Two. Facts, facts. Hey, uh, I gotta agree with everything you just said on Lamar, man. Like, if you look at it last week, um, the teams that scored the most points in the NFL uh, had the best two quarterbacks, in my opinion. Tom Brady, the Buccaneers, scored forty some points, and the second team with the most points last week were the Baltimore Ravens, led by Lamar Jackson. Um, that's the lead quarterback play. Week in and week out, Lamar Jackson gives you a chance to win every game, regardless of a por- opponent. So to me, that's also elite quarterback play. Um, yeah, so I, I don't think we're going to get too much argument here about if Lamar is elite or not. I think the real question is, or the next question should be, what does this loss mean for the Chiefs? Is 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 there trouble for Kansas City? Or are they are they looking like they might not be the team that we thought they were? Um, or is this just a week two loss that they'll easily bounce back from? Uh, Scruff, I'm going to start with you. There's nothing. There's nothing to be worried about. They almost won the game. So uh, nothing to be worried about. Nothing to see here. Um, Chiefs are Chiefs are great. You know, you don't got to worry about that. Uh, they probably lose maybe, what, two, three games max. So, you know, they'll be where they need to be. I wouldn't think it's anything to be worried about. I think it was just a situation where they got out, outplayed, you know, by a hungrier team. You know, it's going to happen. But, uh, hey, you telling me that if they rematched again, you wouldn't take the Chiefs? Crazy. Uh, it's a good chance you take the Chiefs. You feel like a little bit more confident maybe the Ravens can win it again. But, you know, hey, what are they? You know, I don't know. Last uh, time I checked, like, I, I don't think that Lamar Jackson was ever beaten Patrick Mahomes. So, you know, I guess so does that make him, like, one for four? 
No disrespect. <laughs> I'm not trying to make it like a thing like that. I'm just saying, like, I'll take Patrick Holmes any day. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, and um, and nah, I have nothing to worry about for them. But you know, I, I'll give credit. It's really it's Lamar Jackson. Uh, it's his it's his uh moment, I guess you could say. But I like how he reacted as well. His post game, you know, he said that uh, a uh, basically look, man, you know, it's just one game. We gonna, you know, I'm glad I got the monkey off my back, whatever. But he's like, hey, look, you know, we're trying to win playoff games over here, so. Uh, let's revisit this conversation in the playoffs. But, you know, I think uh, it's a good start. Good start for Lamar. I'm, I'm happy for the happy for the guy. But, yeah, it's going to be a long season, man. I, 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 uh, I think uh, Lamar Jackson had a great game. But I think uh, there's other quarterbacks worth talking about um, this weekend. I, I'd say uh, we talk about this weekend, we talk about quarterbacks. I think I'm going to put the name out there. I think Kyler Murray had the best weekend. Uh, out of any quarterback in the NFL this weekend, uh, what do y'all think, man? I thought he uh, had a pretty uh, impressive game against the uh, the Seahawks, man. I was actually probably the most entertaining game of the weekend, in my opinion. Uh, what What are y'all thoughts on Kyler Murray? Uh, pretty hot start. Um, and they're, they're definitely they're definitely making some noise, man. What would you think? Uh, I mean, look, K1 has been over-the-top impressive um, in the first two games. Uh, I think he's got four touch, four, thrown four touchdowns and ran for at least one in each game, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it, it's incredible. It's a sight to see that offense is moving. It reminds me a lot of last season, right before he fizzled out around week eight, week nine-ish. We got an extra game this season. So I love what I'm seeing from Kyler Murray. The only thing I would say is I, I just need to be prolonged. I need longevity from Kyler. I don't need half a season at the MVP pace. I need an entire season at the MVP pace. So, I mean, I think Kyler, he, he can do it. I said it coming into the season, they're going to need to do it, or uh, Cliff Kingsbury is going to wind up on the hot seat. So <clears throat> hopefully the Cardinals can stay hot, uh, but time will tell. Yeah, nah, no doubt. I think that's the, that's, the, that's the key right there, is time will tell. Because uh, Kyler Murray most definitely started off like this last year. And people were putting him in the MVP talks this time last season. Which is why you always have to temper yourself early in the season when you start making these predictions. You start making these MVP calls. Because a lot can change. It's a long season. It's a marathon. Uh, If it was just a sprint, Kyler Murray would already be MVP. Still a lot of time to go. We'll see if he can keep it up. One thing I will say is I believe that Kyler Murray's weapons at this point are stronger than they've ever been. A.J. Green looking like the old A.J. A.J. took that little yeah, pop pass, shook one man, took it to the crib. That was impressive to see. Uh, I really like what Chase Edmonds is doing, too, out of the backfield. He can catch the ball. He can run the ball. Christian Kirk was a dog coming out of Texas A&M, looking like he's finally putting it together. And my guy, I told y'all around draft time, my guy, Rondell Moore, he was my favorite receiver coming out of this draft. Last year, I told y'all my favorite receiver was Brandon Ayuk. That seemed to work out for the San Francisco 49ers. This year, I told y'all my favorite wide receiver was Rondell Moore out of Purdue. And that is seeming to work out for the Arizona Cardinals. My hope is that he stays healthy because he had a few problems in college with health. Rondell Moore is like a, is like a lightning bug. <laughs> he could do it all, man. He's impossible to keep up with. The man is... Quickness is off the charts. 
So uh, him and Kyler Murray is a deadly combination. And I haven't even mentioned DeAndre Hopkins yet. So uh, shout out to the weapons that they've surrounded uh, Kyler Murray with. As long as that defense can keep performing, I think Kyler Murray will be in a good spot uh, by year's end. But we all we all will probably agree that NFC West is the toughest division in football right now. And, uh, I mean, you've already got a 2-0 team sitting there in the 49ers. I think they're legit. I'm not saying that I that – I, I don't know if the 49 – I don't know how legit the 49ers are yet, but I think they're legit. And you still got the Rams. I mean, it, it's it's a tough division. It's a tough division. I mean, the Seahawks, we know they're not going to lay over. So, Kyler Murray's got a lot of tough games in front of him. But if he can continue this pace, he's definitely he'll definitely, he'll definitely win the MVP. But he couldn't continue this pace last year. But like I said, his weapons are definitely better this go-around. So, let's talk about the 49ers. The 49ers are 2-0. and um, I mean, I don't got a list of all the 2-0 and teams in front of me. But – I got to say that the 49ers got to be the most unimpressive 2-0 I've ever seen in my life, bro. Like, I don't know, bro. Like, I, 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 I've I, seen the 49ers in two games. Yes, they're both wins. But they, they don't look good, bro. They're not a good football team, man. Like, they're not a fo- good football team, bro. Like, they're not, bro. They're not. They barely – the, the, a lot the, like the, a hurt Lions fan right now. The Lions put like 30, 30 plus points on them, man, and the Eagles really beat themselves, bro. Because like nah, there was that, there was there was some crucial plays in that game, bro. Like that, <laughs> that Jalen Rieger touchdown should have been a touchdown, but you know he stepped out of bounds. You know what I'm saying? So they called that back, and then there was the other play that got called back. You know, so look, they, look, scruff. You can say whatever you want to say. He stepped you out of bounds. Whatever... Should have been a touchdown. You can say what you want to say about that game. It was a blown play. Once y'all didn't score on that drive where Quez Watkins had like 80, 90-yard catch, bro, it was over. I knew it was over then. As soon as they couldn't get it in, Sirianni, is that how you say his name, goes for it on fourth down, it was was all she wrote, bro. Like, you emptied – they emptied the tank on that one. They emptied the clip on that. Like, they didn't have nothing left, and it was just all downhill, man. It was just all downhill for the Eagles after that. To add to that, man, they held the Eagles to three points until three minutes left in the fourth quarter. Like a professional NFL football team had three points for three quarters. Like that's a bend but don't break defense, if you ask me. Fred Warner's playing out of his mind. Yeah, Jimmy G doesn't have to do a lot. All he's really got to do is get the ball out to Debo Samuel and George Kittle. Their run game is always going to work. Like, I don't care if it's a, if Elijah Mitchell gets hurt. They had so many players get hurt. As a matter of fact, they threw in one running back, Trey Sermon, came in and fumbled. I think they ended up calling that back because some helmet-to-helmet contact. But uh, I don't know, man. Like, the Eagles, uh, not an nah. impressive team. I'm not. I'm not. The 49ers this is, find bro, a way bro, to get the win. I'm not going to say they're – I'm not going to say the 49ers are super impressive so far, but I think they're legit because they've done this before. They've, they've, they've already no, had no, no, a winning no. formula. You know, they already had a winning formula. They can run the football. They're going to play great defense. Joe, uh, Nick Bosa looks like he's back to form. The D-line is formidable once again. And, I mean, you just it's hard it's hard to deny a team when they got that D-line humming like that. I mean. I, Man, they're, they're not that good, bro. The truth is, bro, right, like. Bro, 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 bro. It's, it's not an Eagles thing. I'm, the conversation was I wasn't even trying to talk about the Eagles. I'm just saying the 49ers are that good, man. That's all I'm saying. But this is the same. All right, look, I got a question for you, man. I got a non-Eagles question same, for you. Who, uh, which two and O team are you more impressed with? The forty or at least impressed with the 49ers or the Denver Broncos? Like, which team is more impressive at two and O right now? 
the Denver Broncos. And what is Between what's your reasoning behind that? Because they're not supposed to be good. You know what I'm saying? The 49ers were supposed to be good, and they won two games, but they didn't look that good in those games. The 49, now, the you had the 49ers last in their division. When were they supposed had, to look good? Yeah. I had, yeah, I had them last, but you didn't have them last. Everybody else didn't have them last. So that's expectations versus reality. My expectations were low for them, but reality is most people think that they're pretty good. But the reality is they're not that good. I mean, let's that's be honest. What I've seen, that's what the tape has shown me. They played decent again. They against two subpar teams by most people's expectations. Correct. I would I would agree with I would that. Agree. Let's, let's, let's be honest. That's all I'm we saying. Got, we got another two and O team and the Panthers who barely beat the New York Jets week one. I mean, Jameis Winston had 20 turnovers, so like Jameis back to being Jameis, and then you know the Panthers <laughs> beat the Jets week one. And hey, you're gonna tell me you're impressed by the Panthers? I mean, I come mean, on, man. Yeah, like, I'm a little bit impressed, but at the same time, like the Panthers had lower expectations. So for me to say I'm impressed means that they exceeded my expectations. But since the expectations for the 49ers were so high, I could not possibly say that they exceeded my expectations. Not with two lackluster wins against the Eagles, who y'all said were some shit, right? And then the Lions, who I I admittedly said were the worst team in the NFL. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. So the 49ers I don't think are I don't think the Lions are gonna be the worst team in the NFL, but I do think that uh the 49ers is one of those teams that they've got a winning formula, man. Kyle Shanahan, he knows how to win football games. All he's gonna do is run the rock, play some tough defense. They're gonna be up there in the NFC West. It's just that's such a tough division. I don't think they'll last. I don't think they'll last like the whole year in that division, but they're gonna beat a lot of teams, bro. That's the thing with football, especially at the NFL level. You don't have to win pretty. The 49ers can look bad in some of these games and still come out with the W. And that might be how their season goes. They might get some of these quote unquote ugly wins. But I gotta agree with Bryce, man. Holding the NFL team down to three points. I forgot the Eagles even scored again because I had already changed the channel at that point. But um holding the NFL team down to three points for that long. That means something. Uh, defense wins championships, so I think the 49ers are definitely going to make some more noise. But since we brought up the Panthers, man, and defense we're talking about wins impressive championships. So defense. So so the 49ers defense. They they they're they're dressed they're dressed in black and white. Is that was that is that is that defense or is uh, that now we're penalty? blaming the rat. We're blaming the, the rat on the loss, man. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's mistakes. If you, if you make a mistake, oh there's God, flags. Man. The penalty, you know what I'm saying? That's what happens, bro. I'm just saying, like that. That wasn't the 49ers' defense. That was bro, the Eagles', Eagles mistake. Eagles had a 90 yard bomb, and they couldn't capitalize because the 49ers' defense didn't allow a touchdown in the red zone for three. Okay, but it was the offensive coordinator that decided to go minutes. for it. It was three the offensive coordinator that tried. It. The offensive coordinator went for it on fourth down, That's right? The same he offensive coordinator that called goal. that 90 yard bomb, though. So you got to you got to take that with good with the bad, buddy. They went three quarters and eight minutes down. Like, come on, bro. The defense prevented that. Give the defense some credit, man. Like, I, I feel you. You a little hurt. You a little hurt because y'all got beat. But- the other touchdown that came back to him, I'm doing defense. That's all I know. Uh, I remember hey, seeing hey, a lot of hey, a lot of penalties on them 49ers, too, bro. <laughs> Philly, Philly, Philly's. You want to talk about worst teams in the division? Philly might be the worst in the NFC East. Uh, the Giants, yeah, out of here, the bro. Giants are definitely giving them a run for their money. 
Bryce uh, Dallas, quick, bro. Bryce, I, I got a quick what little question for Jalen you. Hurts? What's he called, Jalen Hurts? Slant boy. Slant boy not getting it done, man. I'm sorry. He really he more this, Yo, he optioned, he optioned the hell out of uh, uh, Bosa on several plays. And he picked up several crucial third downs with his legs, with his arms. Yo, say what you last, want. And that leg to 11 Say what you want. Hey, say what you want, bro. We lost the game. We didn't convert some opportunities, but I'm riding with I'm riding with my guy. We swung and we were within striking distance of winning a game against the 49ers, who y'all think are a great team. No one said the, no one said the 49ers are a great team, but they have a great defense. They just don't have a great offense, man. But that nobody defense, Bryce Bryce 10 minutes ago. Nobody really did. It's hard to it's hard to beat when the team when a defensive line is humming like that. Ain't that what you said? It's hard to beat, bro. When when you got Nick Bosa going crazy, it ain't that hard to beat, man. Because we barely, them, we almost beat him, man. We nah, were, y'all we're, didn't almost beat him, and we're not no a good team. Anyone feel like y'all about to win that? Game. Maybe in the first quarter, it was like, oh, the Eagles look all right. Nah, but there was no point. Fourth quarter, when y'all still had three points, nobody thought right. y'all was winning that game. Majority nobody of the first that. half, people thought we were winning the game. Rome, Rome thought it. Nah, nah. After I'm telling you, after <laughs> that round, Rome, bro. Jalen Hurts had 190 yards and he threw like a 95 yard pass, bro. Like, put Gardner Minshew in, man. Give me Minshew. Remember when I said he wasn't accurate and Scrump was like, came on the next episode, like, how about Jalen Hurts being accurate? Mr. Big Leaguer Vindicated Part Two, man. (laughs) Jalen Hurts is not accurate, bro. Stop playing with these people, man. Hey, you know who was looking pretty accurate, though, Bryce, on Thursday night? My guy, Taylor Heineke. Daniel Jones. Heineke. Taylor, they, oh, they, see, you got me all fucked up now, Scott. Daniel Jones was accurate. Taylor Heineke ain't <clears throat> shit. Look, oh, I'll say this about that game. <laughs> Daniel, Daniel Jones, like he always does, looked great against Washington. Um, I still think he's not the greatest quarterback. I think he's the right. best. I think da- Daniel shoot. Jones looked like Peyton Manning out there, and Taylor Heineke looked oh. like Kirk Cousins, part two. What do you mean, Taylor Heineke went with 336? I mean, whatever, bro. Jalen Hurts dreams of having that game Taylor Heineke had. I mean, the story of the game to me was just that, you know, Yaga defense is all right. And, uh, you know, Saquon Barkley is a shell of his former self. That was my biggest takeaway from Thursday night. Hey, my biggest takeaway is I need G to hop on and have my hundo my hundo P in my hand. I don't know what G hiding, bro. I'm convinced that boy G is hiding. Like you know, that does make sense. He's talking about he got he got he got routes at ten o'clock. You know? <laughs> he works late on Tuesdays. Yeah, okay, buddy. Hey, okay. what are you talking? What kind of stuff is that? Yeah, he know. knew what time it was, man. He knew what time it was. But hey, I think there's one more uh, NFL conversation we want to get into before we move on. Um, and I know I know this is a hot one. We were talking about it on the pre-show. It's best running back in the league right now, fellas. Um, I think we could go a couple different ways, but it's two top dogs right now. Um, one in King Henry and the other in CMC himself. So this is going to be kind of a little debate segment almost. Um, I'm going to try to narrate this one a little bit. Um, as we all know, my guy Bryce is big on Derrick Henry. The followers of the show, you know, Bryce has been pounding the table for Henry for quite some time. My guy Scruff, on the other hand, he likes value in the running back position. He likes guys that can run and catch. CMC can literally do it all. So, I mean, we might throw this up on a poll later on, see see what the fans are thinking. But um, let's start this debate, man. Bryce, make the case. 
King Henry, best running back in the league. Mr. Big Leaguer Vindicated Part 3. Tune in, people. Stop. Last week. Last week. Y'all <laughs> heard him last week, right? We all watching last week when they got on and just threw dirt on the name of King Henry. They just threw dirt on his name. It was real ugly. And it wasn't too much I could say. You know why? Because King Henry was coming off 17 attempts, 58 yards rushing. I had to listen to these guys say, oh, the problem with Derrick Henry is when you're down, you can't give him the ball. What can you do when you're down with Derrick Henry? I had to listen to that. I had to listen to that. And what did I tell y'all then? Because that's not a Derrick Henry problem. That's a Tennessee Titans problem. I tried to let y'all know. I tried. They didn't want to listen. If you're down and Derrick Henry doesn't have over 20 attempts, over 20 rushing attempts, that's a coaching problem. Derrick Henry should have 20 rushing. He should wake up with 20 attempts. He should have 20 attempts in his sleep, right? What happened to this game? What happened to this game? The Titans, they get down. They get down two touchdowns. But what did they do this time? Instead of like the week before, they keep giving the ball to Derrick Henry. They were down. The man only had about 65 yards rushing. But they kept giving him the ball. And what did he end with? A whopping 180 yards on the ground. And just for the guys that said he couldn't catch, he added six receptions for 55 yards. Hmm. Hmm. Sounds like the guy can kind of do it all if you just give him his opportunities. If you just give him his touches, 35 attempts, 182 yards, that's 5.2 yards per carry. Meanwhile, y'all's guy, Christian McCaffrey, had a measly three yards per attempt <laughs> on Sunday. Three yards per attempt. Oh, now granted, the Panthers got the win. That's cool. I'm proud of them for that. But if you guys want to talk best running back, the best running back in the league, it's no doubt Derrick Henry. He's the best running back in the league. All you have to do is give him the ball and you will get a W. But the Titans, they want to get cute. They want to get real cute with their offensive scheme and put it on the arm of Ryan Tannehill. That's a mistake. You watch the first half of that Titans game, you know that's a mistake because Ryan Tannehill is not one of those elite quarterbacks as much as he may fool some. But Derrick Henry is the elite of the elite when it comes to the running back position. Number one running back in the league. I think this is three years running if you ask me. Uh, I think Christian McCaffrey, he might be second. I still think Dalvin Cook's in that conversation, but you know Christian McCaffrey might be the second best running back in the league. I'd really have to, really have to evaluate that a little closer. But to me, it's not. It's a. It's a no-brainer. Derrick Henry is the top dog. We talking about the running back position. Ooh. Okay. So Bryce is saying Derrick Henry is one, and it ain't no one A one B situation. Not uh, at all. He said it might be a two A two B situation. He says CMC is not even undisputed number two. So scruff, man. Uh, talk to your boy, man. T tell him where CMC belongs. I'll tell you this, man. Would you take a truck on a cross country trip? Would you Would you take a truck to park and parallel park in the city? You know. So why would you pick Derrick Henry as the best running back in the league when he's not an all terrain back, bro? That's the problem with Derrick Henry. He is a legitimate the most punishing back in the league no question no question about it but he is not an all-purpose back and that is why i still give the edge to christian mccaffrey as the best running back in the league now first game we got what, what, what we have a mixed bag with the tennessee titans they're one and one in the first game they got behind early they couldn't keep up 
And then they, like you said, they they got cute. You say this is the NFL. It's a passing league, bro. They did what they had to do when you're behind. You can't pound the rock all game, you know, because sometimes it just ain't there. Um, so for whatever, you know, that's what it is. So first game, he was ineffective. Second game, he was very effective, extremely effective. And he was even effective in the running game. I'll give him that. Uh, but I mean, yo, Christian McCaffrey was equally as effective, if not more effective. Depends on how you look at it, though. Um, I mean, the Panthers are two and oh, the Titans are one and one. I'm not basing it also off the record, but I'll also say this. Um, you know, Christian McCaffrey had really solid games, both games. You know, he had have 100 yards in either game. He had like 98 in one and then 72 in the other, but really solid. You know what I'm saying? And he also had six receptions, 65 yards, nine receptions, 89 yards. He had more receiving yards than Julio Jones had in those two games. So um, the fact is that he's a great running back and he's also an excellent receiver. That makes him a dual threat. That makes him a undefined value. If you're talking about what he can do for you from that perspective, you have to consider what he can do from you from multiple perspectives. And let's not even forget, he was elite as a special teamer. Uh, but they don't even use him as that anymore. But I promise you, if you used him as a special teamer, he would be elite. Some people just have a gift. He has a gift. I'm not saying Derrick Henry's not great, but I'm saying that he's great um, – but he's not as useful as Christian McCaffrey. And that's just the bottom line, bro. I feel like Scrub's having a different conversation than who's the best. He's having a conversation of who's the most versatile. You want to have the most <laughs> versatile conversation? I value versatility. Cool I value you know versatility. You know it's the NFL, you know what, bro. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the very first conversation we had tonight when I told y'all that Lamar, Lamar Jackson is an elite quarterback. He's an elite quarterback, right? Because the sum of his parts makes him elite, right? The sum of Derrick Henry's parts makes him better than the sum of Christian McCaffrey's parts. No, if you no, use no. Derrick Henry, if you use Derrick Henry, you no, are guaranteed no. a victory, bro. No. The, the, have you seen what the Panthers' records have been over the past couple seasons? Christian McCaffrey, this is not the highest level he's played at. And the, the Panthers have been trash when he was the successfulness of the team is yo. We, I, I mean, I, I you know, at me. no, so, but I mean, yeah, because we we talking about you know what I'm saying. I'm just, just going level for level with you, but you know what I'm saying. When it comes down to running backs, bro, running having a good running back doesn't mean that your team's good. Okay, so then, let, then let's not give Christian McCaffrey the credit for being two and zero. Then cool, I'm fine with that. So when the thing is though, when you give Derrick Henry the ball, when you give Derrick Henry over it's 20 not a regular carries, running back. You give Derrick Henry over 20 carries, you're just about you're just about guaranteed to win. I mean, the only time the Titans really get L's is when you look at the care. Next time the Titans lose, it's only it's only there's a that's a skewed statistic, sir. It's a skewed statistic. Next time the Titans lose, look at Derrick Henry's attempts. If they're under yeah. 20, it's a guaranteed L. Yeah, you know why, 20, genius? It's because it's because it's because that when they're down, they don't have time to run the ball. So he's not going to get twenty. He's not going to get twenty scores again. They were down two scores again last game. They stuck with the run and they won the game. They came back and won the game for sticking with the run. They weren't down enough. Obviously, they were down the same amount the week before. 
I'm trying to get you to see that all this stuff is just illusions in your mind to make because you think it's such a passing league. I also think that I think the matchup matters too, though. I mean, I think the matchup matters too. We had the team that the first week was the Cardinals, which is a very has a pass. It's it's a very passing aggressive offense. We were talking about the Seahawks, though, right? The Seahawks are a very similar play style. Like you know what I'm saying? Like they're not an air raid offense. Yeah, they air it out, but like you know, I think they're more suited to play a game like that. I don't know. Nah, man, Look, got- I hear I hear you both, and honestly, Bryce is making some excellent points for Derrick Henry. But I do want to throw this in here. You say you know give Henry the ball twenty times, you're almost guaranteed to win. It took about forty plus touches for them to pull out this three point win against the Seahawks. McCaffrey had about twenty twenty five around that range, and his teams usually cruise to a victory when he gets about in that range. And I think it's because, uh, like Scruff was alluding to, the versatility. The way you can put McCaffrey in different spots on the field, it affects the defense differently than what Henry gives you. Um, I'm not even sure if Henry's out there every do- every time on third down, really. But where McCaffrey, he didn't even got to line up in the backfield on third down. You could put him in the slot. You could even bump him outside because really he's a wide receiver playing running back. Um, so I would lean towards McCaffrey. But as far as this debate's going, I'm kind of hearing what Bryce is saying. Right. I'm, I'm kind of liking what I'm what I'm hearing. If I'm correct, Christian McCaffrey had one winning season in the NFL, right? What, since what year has he been in the NFL? He's had one bro, winning bro, bro, bro. season. You tell you having a different argument. Let's go ahead and take the records out. I'm making a point. You're having a different argument. Just, just, just listen. I'm making a point to Rome's point, right? When we're talking about what wins games, when Christian McCaffrey gets this many touches, he's getting this type of wins. They want. They were 11 and five in 2017, 2016 six and 10, 2018 seven and nine. 2019, 5-11, got Ron Rivera fired. 2020, last year, he was hurt most of the year, but 5-11 again. He's not – this is not a winning formula to just give Christian McCaffrey the football. But on the other hand, Derrick Henry's won with Marcus Mariota. They were making playoffs with Marcus Mariota, right? And Marcus Mariota, now he's a scrap heap quarterback. Then bring in Tannehill and look what happened. Now all of a sudden they look like an elite team. You, got, you had gas panelists picking them as their Super Bowl pick before the year. I don't think that's because of Tannehill. I'm pretty sure that's because of Derrick Henry, Brian, probably adding Julio. Bro, hey, just, saying, just, bro, just, 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 just so you know, I was the one that picked them, though. I, and that's the, <laughs> that's the irony of this all. But, the, but the, the, the bottom line is, Derrick Henry. If you give him the rock twenty plus times, you're, you're, you're all. You're not. I gonna say you're guaranteed, but you got a good shot to get a W, man. I hear you on that, and I, I don't really have too much argument against Derrick Henry, but I don't think. 40 plus touches a game uh week two already with an extra game this season is is a winning formula that the titans can um sustain uh i like derrick henry i like what he gives you in the in the postseason but we'll see what happens when we get there look who we found put that better myself uh b what's up guys Hey, there he is, man. We've been Jeez. waiting on you, sir. You got, you have, no, there's only one question, man. I, I, t- I said at the beginning of the show, I'm feeling like J.G. Wentworth, G. I need my cash <laughs> now, sir. Do you have my cash, sir? Is it under- hey, yo, watch him up, yo. It's only been two games. It's only been two games. Two games. And you guys only have one more game more than us. That's right. Only been two games. Two games. This is terrible, man. We gave you guys the game. I can't believe we gave you guys the game. I can't believe we gave you guys the game. The game. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold on, G. What do you mean you gave us the game? Gave us. Don't act like that. That that touchdown should have been a dice later drop. 
And then that defense of that last, that last fucking foul that the defense gave us, because your kicker couldn't make a thirty-yard point, thirty-yard kick. Hey, he needed, he needed an extra five yards to kick it. I heard a lot of people talking about that Slayton drop, and it was a bad drop, but that was not a perfect ball. That ball was a what? Ball in front of Slayton. It was Bro, that was a perfect ball, shot. It was not a perfect. It was not a perfect pass. Man, you tell yourself you beat the losing you know all you want. You know that was a perfect shot. And you saw how offensive line looked in the second half. That so-called defensive line you guys had, that that top five defense, that should look mediocre to me. Hey, all I know hey, is pipe down. Pipe down, bro. Y'all are y'all in last place. That defense compared to my so-called worst offensive line and all of NFL. I was down bad, Papa. I was all down bad. I, I was on suicide watch. Hey, but they, they I don't donate all my then, money to Rome. I was broke. And then drove on y'all, bro. He threw a pick, got the ball back, and drove right back down the field on y'all like it was nothing, bro. Stop. Heineke over Stop. Jones. Every bro, time. Yeah. Y'all the same guy that's just asking over Jones. I don't even care what y'all say about Jones. It don't matter. My boy look good. Hey, <laughs> hey, honestly, Danny Dimes needs to be in the same situation Haskins is backing somebody up. That's where he belongs. No, nah, need to be out there starting. Football team four and zero against us, four and thirty against everybody else, or something crazy like that. We're three and one against us now. But I give him credit, man. He always no. Plays, it's always it's four and one game. against you guys. Four and one. Yeah, yeah, four and one. But he's four and thirty everywhere else. So he always gets <laughs> it. Don't matter. It don't matter. But you guys, we got your number. But keep that same energy on, on when y'all come over here to Giant Stadium. That's all I want to say. That's all I gotta say. We'll be keep there. that same energy when y'all gotta we'll come there, up sir. north. We'll be there. I, I need to come up here. That same energy. I might I'm have to my make twenty dollars back, bro. God damn. I might have to make a trip. Hey, all I know y'all have to make the trip. I still, I still like, I still like the Eagles' chances in the division based on that head, that matchup between the but y'all two teams. That's all I know. Eagles, just have hey, you, yeah. you have my money too, scrub, because y'all not winning over seven games. Hey, all I know is, all I know is Jalen Hurts has a lot more touchdowns than Cam Newton. That's all I know. All right, you'll get twenty. So we'll, 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 we'll be even. What's a lot more? Two? He's got two. Like, yes. Like, what's a lot more than two? He can get picked a lot up more than zero and throw hey. more a in a lot. game. Like a lot. All I need Cam is to get picked up by a random team with an injury. And I'm right back. <laughs> Yo, hey, that's crazy. Hey Rome. hey, Rome, what's 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 a number? What's a number smaller than zero? Eagles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, you just be happy that the Giants are holding down that last spot place for y'all right now. Because come season's end, I'm telling you, Philly's going to be there. Philly's going to be at the bottom of the NFC East. Washington's going to be at the top. And this could be a run-the-tape moment. At the end of the season, run this back. So when Philly's down there at the bottom, you can see this big old smile on my face. Ayo, ayo. Um, somebody got to get the uh, drug test on uh, G. This guy, this guy, this guy's got to get drug tested. So <laughs> for what? What the fuck? I gotta get drug tested for what the fuck? You know how the NBA. You know how the NBA is, man. The NBA. You know how the NBA is, man. You start seeing people with the with the workout uh, picks, man. You gotta you gotta send out the random drug test, man. All I see is uh, SpongeBob inflatable arms coming from the screen. Below. <laughs> I, I just want to. I just. I just want. I just. I just. I just. I just need gas HR to uh, initiate a random drug test. 
<laughs> you hit them with hit them with hard after that Giants loss. Bro. It was good. It it was, was, oh, damn it, that's, that's why he talk about some. He on a he on a route. He on a route of ten. <laughs> he over here. I'm still working. Uh, hey, 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 bro, you're making a good point right now, though. You got me really thinking about this, uh, the, the NFC East and how it's going to end. I think watching the football team, you know, it's all said and done. At the week one, I was a little worried, but it was all said and done. The only team that got me worried is the Cowboys, not going to lie. So Y'all seen that defense? That defense yeah, looked good. Yeah, they did. That defense looked good. I, I'm, a, I'm a cowgirl hater, but I got to give it up to that defense. That defense without Lawrence, it looked pretty good. Them young, them some young studs over there on that defense's end. Yeah, they carried Dak. Like, they yeah. carried Dak against the Chargers. Yeah, T T was talking in the guys group chat. You know, talking about best pass rushers in the NFC East and this, that, and the third. Um, you know, I'm I'm not gonna come on here and be a hater. I'll, I'll give the Cowboys defense credit where it's due. They did hold down the Chargers offense, something that my Washington football team couldn't do. But hey, man, it's a, it's a long season, and again, this this could be another run the tape moment. Um, because when it's all said and done, the best defense in the NFC East is still the Washington Football Team, and it's going to remain that way. And I'll give you guys another run the tape moment. Chase Young's going to lead the NFC East in sacks, and uh, I don't I don't think any other NFC East player is is really going to compete with him for that. I'll give you a run the tape moment. Run this tape. Chase Young not even gonna lead his own team in sacks. <laughs> I like that one. I, I run the table on that, like one that one myself. Too. What you talk about? What you talk about? And the, the Redskins, you, I mean, the Washington football team defense did not look that good. And uh, I mean, the Cowboys looked. Look, look, all right, I ain't gonna hold you. But uh, we looked yeah. good early last year. Then we finished top five. So I ain't tripping. Yeah. I ain't trying Y'all holding y'all, y'all, y'all resting y'all laurels on that top five ranking. That don't. Yo, sleep. for real. Like right. they had it it's last really year and they're running with the wave. It, it, it happened as the season progressed. It happened. So I got, I got <laughs> At least Washington's got something to rest on. <laughs> yeah, we don't got to, we don't got to rest on no uh, fake ass rankings. Just get the hey, dubs. Get them dubs the ready. Y'all, y'all resting on slant routes. We'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> Hey, how many how many wins y'all got? Okay, right, boy, we one and one, B. One and one. All right, so then don't I don't want to hear about nothing. All right, slant boy. Wait, right. don't y'all got Dallas this week? Now nah, we got Buffalo. We got hey, Dallas. We gonna beat Buffalo. Uh-huh. We gonna beat Buffalo. Oh yeah, that's right. Week three y'all is coming Buffalo. up. Y'all not beating y'all Buffalo. Beating Buffalo. Y'all, beating Buffalo. y'all definitely not beating Buffalo. We they giving us ten. We laying ten. Whoa, Bryce, you said we gonna beat Buffalo. You said we we winning now. Run the tape on this. We're going with Hey, I'll, easy, I'll put easy it like this. Easy, easy to run the tape on this one, so I'll easy. <laughs> Yo, for real, you are running hey, the you tape have, on this we, one. If, Make if, sure if you I, get your brown bags. I'll send you one. I'll send y'all some down south. I'll send y'all some brown bags. You got plenty of those. Hey, you feel t- me? I'm telling you now, if Taylor Heineke beats Josh Allen, because some of y'all on this show pick Josh Allen as an MVP candidate early on. If 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 Heineke Beat Josh Allen in Buffalo, bro. I'm telling you, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be intolerable. I'm gonna be intolerable. You have to mute me. Send two, G. Send two. I'm gonna send two. Definitely send two. Definitely about to send two. Y'all Washington, y'all Washington fan. We 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 said you y'all y'all setting us up for for an easy one. This one, okay. 
I'm not picking Washington. I'm taking Buffalo to win that game. I'm Bro, just saying. In the event that Taylor Heineke pulls oh, he's out, he's in his bet. He's in his bet. Taylor Heineke pulls his out. You're not going to talk to me come next Tuesday. I'm just telling you now. No, no, stand, stand on your team. Stand yeah, on your team. Don't say it at all. Yeah, don't say that shit all at right, all. All right, what's up, y'all? Next Monday night, talk to me about hey, that. Cowboys. What I Eagles. say? What I say? I said the I said the Eagles was going to beat the 49ers, and we lost. And so we had every opportunity to win that game. So whatever, you know, we I'm, we rolling, we rolling. I mean. Eagles Cowboys Monday night. Feel good about that. I feel real good about that. That didn't sound like it was with your chest. That, who's at home? I, I, who's feel, at home? I feel good about that. I feel good. I, that, I that wasn't Dallas with your chest. At home. Who's at home? Dallas <laughs> is at home. Yeah, because I don't think they're going to let Dallas go from California, come all the way to Philly. I'll tell you what, man. I, I, I guarantee, I guarantee. A dub, the oh, Eagles, 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 Eagles win. Eagles gonna win on the road in Dallas. Honestly, bro, Denver. I hope y'all do win because Dallas is the biggest threat to my to my Washington football team. So if y'all win, I'm really not tripping, but I don't see that happening. The biggest threat to your Washington football team is yourselves. Y'all not You're about right. to do nothing. You're right. You're right. Yep. Not exactly. about to do nothing. That's a fact. That's a fact. It's the only biggest threat to y'all is these unrealistic expectations that you have. And the yeah. lack of quarterback that y'all have, y'all never had a quarterback on the season, and y'all was y'all had convinced yourselves that the other guy was the guy, and now y'all really gonna stand here in front of me and tell me that this other guy that was your backup is now the guy? Get the fuck out of here! Most completion. I had a key the whole preseason. This oh, most completion three games in NFL history. He's he's already he's already going in the record book. Most completions in three games in NFL history. But keep hating. Like I said, hey, watch that game Sunday. If Taylor Heineke pulls it out, you're not going to want to deal with me and Bryce come next Tuesday. I'm telling you now. I'm telling you now. Man, I don't even want to deal with you now. Y'all unrealistic. <laughs> so all the cap. There's a lot of cap going on tonight. Bro, y'all heard me last week. It's last week I was telling y'all last week how Heineke went toe-to-toe with Tom Brady. Played the best in the playoffs against Tom Brady out of every other quarterback they face. All right. Just wait on it, man. Just wait it's on it. Let's keep it pushing, me. though. Let's keep it pushing, man. Let's get away from this NFL. We've been talking NFL for like four or five weeks nonstop. I love it. We all love it. But jump into some NBA real quick, man. Uh, a resident gas topic right here, man. We seem like we talk about this guy way too often. But this guy is just he's, – he's, he's a trending topic. I don't know how he's got so trending. Scruff hate it. Scruff know what's coming. Scruff guy. Ben Simmons will not report to Sixers camp no matter what. They said you he said you can't pay me enough. Say, I don't care what y'all give me. I'm not coming back to Philly. Y'all ran the boy out of town. All that trash talk. All the flip-flopping that the Philly fans do. One minute they love him. Next minute they hate him. It's all over one missed layup opportunity. They hate the man. And now he said he's not coming to Sixers camp. Uh, let's get some reactions on this. I think this is an interesting topic, and let's also see. I want to hear what you guys think Ben Simmons ends up going for on the trademark because at this point, I don't think he ends up playing at Philly ever again. So, uh, who else, who else could I start with but the one and only <laughs> Scrub Lion? <laughs> Break it down, sir. I mean, uh, I mean, this is not that's not really news, it's nothing that's uh, unexpected, you know, based on the way the situation was playing out. 
we didn't really expect that Ben was going to just show up all of a sudden. You know, I mean, well, he is on the contract, you know, so he's going to be dealing with fines or whatever the case may be. I mean, situation is it, it's messed up, man. But, you know, I mean, it is a, you Bryce, you said it was just comes down to one layup. It doesn't come down to just one layup. This is just we've seen the signs, man. So I, I just want all of y'all at home to take whatever parallels y'all can from this. And, and you know, don't ignore the red flags, people. Uh, that's the biggest thing I'll say. Um, you know, Ben Simmons disappeared from playoff series before this year. So um, uh, biggest advice I give you is don't ignore the red flags and uh, you sell high. You sell high. The right time to trade Ben Simmons was last season, you know, because there were doubts about Ben Simmons. So the best time to trade with him was last season when – he was in talks with James Harden. They blew blew an opportunity. Maybe the Sixers never get James Harden. Now we're looking at maybe best case scenario. Maybe they get John Wall. And I'm like, fuck, that's not good. That's ironic as hell because I was just on here talking last week about how John Wall's washed up, and I'm back here talking about some go John Wall like trying to like put on my put on my happy face like you know what I'm saying like I'm not I'm not happy with that. But um, is that this is the this is what the reality is? No, it's just terrible now because now the leverage is out the out the window. All these teams are lowballing us, and now these guys say, "Ah, you know, I'm not going to show up ever again." Okay, so I mean, it's 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 messed up, man. But ultimately, I mean, what does it come down to? It comes down to the organization. It's the organization's fault. You're right. It's Ben Simmons' fault too, but it's organization's fault first. Because players are going to be players, man. Divas going to be divas. And if you enable a player to do this nonsense, they will do it, man. And this is Jimmy Butler spoke about it a few years ago. The organizational structure. They enable these guys to do whatever they want. And that's what Ben did, man. We allowed him to be a point forward. Uh, we built the whole team around him so he could be a mismatched player. And we enabled him. Uh, and now he 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 he's showed his ass and you no know, now it's he's got all the leverage and we got nothing. So that's what happens when you enable your players. So three biggest takeaways is don't ignore the red flags. Um you you sell high and uh last but not least uh don't be an enabler. All right. That sounds like relationship advice, Loki. It is. Yeah. It is. It's mismanaged though. But like business is in relationships, man, it was all mismanaged, man. So at this point you know, it, it, it's a, it's a lose lose. You just got to get rid of them because you you, can, you can't you can't bring them back. It, it, it's beyond repair. So it's just very mismanaged situation. I, I you know, there's several people to blame, but yeah, you point, know what? what can you do? But move forward on that list. Philadelphia fans should be on the list of people to blame if we keep it a buck. Let's, nah. let's, now I'm gonna, I want to get into the next conversation, which is what do you all think Ben Simmons ends up going for on the open market? Because obviously. His value has declined, as Scruff just alluded to. Rome, I mean, what would you give up? What do you think is a comparable package for Ben Simmons at this point? Like, do you think he fetches another all-star caliber player, another all-NBA caliber player, uh, all-NBA defense caliber player, or is it going to be, you know, a struggling package that the Sixers end up bringing in for? I mean, it's one of the toughest things in all of professional sports to do a trade like this when you know the player is leaving the team. When you know he's not going to play for them, 
it's almost like, why would I give up too much for a player? And Scruff already kind of alluded to this. Why would anyone give up a lot now at this point, knowing that there's, you know, no way that he's going to go back to that team? So, I mean, it's, it's hard to say. There has been rumblings about about John Wall, um, which personally I would love to see just just to see Scruff come on here and talk about John Wall being, being, being on the Sixers. Uh, so that's what, really what I'm rooting for deep down because I think that would make for great, great entertaining episodes of Gas Sports with a Culture all NBA season long watching Scruff hype up John Wall, pop, pop John Wall on his great pedestal that he's already torn him down from. No, I can't put him that on. Would, I mean, maybe maybe if he start playing like Kyle Lowry, then we'll be in. Hey, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this before before anything happens. I'm, I'm gonna make one last statement on John Wall. John, yo, John Wall, John Wall is in a do or die situation. If he don't if he don't ball out this season, he's done. But I mean, yeah, he's not wrong. Hey, if they sign him, the next thing we're gonna hear is John Wall no, gonna ball out in Philly. He's, hey, he's I, revitalizing I mean, that career. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I do. I I will take somebody that got something to prove over somebody that's just scary. So, Yo, I you know what's John the best Wall, trade for Ben Simmons right now? De'Aaron Fox. Let's say they trade for De'Aaron Fox. That's obvious, but, that. but nah, Sacramento, Sacramento, Sacramento said they laughed. They laughed. When they all we asked for yeah, why the you could get or Tyrese Halliburton. They said they wouldn't give up either. It's crazy. I, mean, I can't be mad at them for that. Like uh, De'Aaron Fox is a dog and he's proven he has the confidence. I think that the Sixers end up getting somebody more along the lines of a just like Scruff kind of said, like like you know, they're gonna get a guy. They're going to get a lot lower value for Ben Simmons. They better just hope they can get a pick package in there with it. You know, that's their best hope at this point. Match the salaries and get a few picks along the way. Because in the day, man, the guy is these damaged goods. I think Ben Simmons is going to go somewhere else and ball out. I'm going to say that right now. We can run the tape on this. Ben Simmons is going to leave Philly, and I bet you he ends up finding a jump shot. I but, throw three, I throw three uh, teams out there that he goes to. All right, I let's think. hear it. I think the Rockets is a good chance. I think a good chance he ends up with the Rockets or the uh, Timberwolves or, yeah, I'll go with those two. Rockets or Timberwolves. And that's the thing. If y'all if he goes to Timberwolves, I don't see them. Maybe y'all can get D'Angelo Russell. That's the other type of guy that maybe they'll end up, they'll give away for him. You know, a guy that's another guy that, was worth more at a certain time, you know what I mean? Whose whose value has kind of declined, dropped dropped off a little bit. But I do think if y'all go to the Angelo Russell route, you're not gonna get them picks in return. And if there's one thing I think, Scruff, we know about Daryl Morey, he values those picks. He's gonna want to get some picks at least, you know, in, in the least. So these will oh, have man. an eye towards the future, man. But remember, we can run the tape on this, Scruff. Back in the day, when we first started, guys, when we first started this show, I told y'all. Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid would never work. I told you that. Man, you keep saying right. stuff. You making these affirmations, negative affirmations. Quit, quit, quit with that nonsense. Keep that away from me. He said it's bad juju. Bro, life is stage tonight, man. Yeah, you've been speaking, trying to speak things to existence, man. Screw you. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is run the tape, bro. Yo, but all you're not gonna bring Brett Brown for like Ben Simmons behavior though. I'm surprised you didn't bring Brett Brown. 
no, I mean, I was going to. I'm, 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 you want to mention it? He's partially deserves some of the blame, too, because he's the first one that enabled Ben Simmons. Got this man thinking he's a point guard. Just because your facilitator doesn't make you a point guard, my man. And the point guard position was the perfect position for him to hide. So he could hide behind being a facilitator because he was a gifted facilitator. But you know, that's not necessarily just sometimes just hiding behind the thing that you're good at isn't necessarily the best way for you to grow. I, I give you Rui Hachimura straight up. <laughs> Next topic, please, man. Yo. <laughs> yeah, the disrespect. Keep it pushing, man. Anybody Next topic, man. My boy said plead the fifth. He's playing the fifth. Hey, I'm going to talk about somebody that can shoot, man. Uh, J.J. Redick, uh, my guy, man. Um, I think he's always going to have a special place in my heart because I remember there was a lot of people when uh, J.J. came in the league. Uh, he's retiring, by the way. I, I'm not sure if I mentioned that. So uh, J.J. is going to retire. Uh, but, yeah, he's got a special place in my heart, man, because when J.J. first came to the league, he was, like, probably one of the most prolific players in college uh, sports. Um, a lot of people said he was going to be an NBA bust, um, but he ended up finding his niche, man. Um, so there is something to be said about finding your niche, man. I'm realizing that that's very important, um, especially in the league. So um, JJ is, you know, I think he goes down as one of the best shooters of all time. Uh, definitely a specialist, if you will. Uh, so with JJ retiring, man, it got us thinking – about the best shooters of all time. But no, not like the best shooters of all time, but just like the best specialists, you know? So like that means like I don't like don't don't tell me about Reggie Miller, Steph Curry, guys like that. I'm talking about like real shooter specialists like like Crawford? Know, like who? Like Crawford? Crawford. Yeah. Jamal Crawford? Yeah. Okay, it's acceptable. It's not who I would name, but um, I mean, we talking about shooters all time, man. I got the JJ Redick out there. Uh, I think another uh, person that should be talked about. We talking about shooters. Dang, I can't really think of nobody right now. Bryce, who you got? There's a couple I got on my list, man. JJ. First one that comes to mind is Peja Stoyakovich. Mm. Peja was probably, in my opinion, the best shooter that was not a superstar that I think I've ever seen. Uh, Peja was low key a superstar was- though. No, he wasn't. He was not. A In my opinion, he was. He was all star. He was never a superstar. He was an all star, though. He may have. Well, he may have had an all star appearance. I don't know how. Maybe one. Maybe one. I had to Google that. But uh, Pager was never, never a superstar. But he was definitely a specialist. He didn't do much else but shoot the trade ball, and he did that at a very, very high level. Uh, I used to love Pager's game, man. I used to love his game. I mean. He, he, he was a baller on the Kings, bro. Oh, my gosh. He was used to used to go crazy on the Kings. Him, Chris Webber, Doug Christie was a nice little squad right there. To me, yeah. he's one of the best specialist nice shooters baby. of all time. Uh, another one that I say is up there as a specialist shooter. I'm, th- I'm starting to think of players in the league right now. But that are not in the league right now, at least, one that comes to mind is Rashad Lewis. Uh, formerly an Orlando Magic. Uh, Man, Rashad Lewis doesn't get a lot of love. Now he an all-star. He had bro. an all-star parents or two. Didn't do much else, but you know he could stroke it. He could stroke it from deep, uh, and he had the quick release, bro. Shot it over top of his head. It was a high release, man. Really was no blocking. I believe he was a lefty as well. 
Uh, but Rashad Lewis was a knockdown shooter, man. Uh, that's another one of those specialist shooters that I think was one of the better ones that might get lost in in, in history. Uh, I mean, you got guys like Steve Kerr, of course. I mean, Steve Kerr hit some clutch shots for those Chicago Bulls. Uh, now, of course, the coach of the Golden State Warriors. And then one that's a little under the radar, but he knows a pretty good specialist doing it right now. I got to shout out to my whiz, man. Davis Bertans. You know, you don't hear this guy's name going around a lot, but this guy is definitely one of the best shooters in the league. Uh, he didn't really have a stroke together last season, but the year before that, he was unbelievably lights out from three. Uh, when this guy gets hot, he's unconscious. So he's one of the best shooters right now in the league. But specialist shooters of all time, I, I would definitely go with, with Peter Stoyak for this mind. I'm trying to think. Anybody with the last name Akovich is a special shooter, <laughs> as Shaq will say. <laughs> Anybody with the last name Akovich is a special shooter, as Shaq will say. Yeah, who else? Damn. Hmm. I'll throw a name out there. Robert Corver. Kyle Corver. There's a strong one. Facts. That's, mm. I should have thought of Corver sooner, man. I think Kyle Corbett is the better shooter than JJ Reddick all the time. In my opinion. Ah, man. That's tough. I think Kyle Corbett got an all star in his belt, too. He does have one. I think the How great shooters Marcus just Smart? get one. What? Uh, Marcus Smart? I wouldn't give it to Marcus Smart. What? He, he's too strong. Marcus he's, Smart? He's a legit three point shooter this last year. He's a little too strong. Bro, we put well, Marcus Smart. You want to put, put Corey Brewer up here, too? Anybody else you want to put up here? Who <laughs> no, else you got? Anybody else? Duncan Robinson from the Heat definitely is one of the best specialists doing it right now. That boy can. That Duncan boy. Robinson's a beast. Yeah, that boy can shoot. He's mm -hmm. a shooter. Yo, the thing is, yo, you can really this like, is a tough question. You can really make a nice career for yourself. You can just get a three ball. You don't got to be that athletic. You don't got to be jumping out of the gym. If you can shoot the three consistently, I mean, there's a place for you on the NBA team, especially in today's game. All right. Interesting conversation, though, man. Definitely, definitely. See, we got some comments coming in. Iso Joe, that's a good one. I don't know. Iso Joe might be a little bit too elite of a player to be considered a specialist. I, mean, I think he is. I mean, he has some years where he was really I, one of the best shooters. Sure, that's what I was. You name Rashard Lewis, and I, I think Rashard Lewis. That's is what I was about to get at. Really I'm good. like, so some of the, the the hard part about this question is like, some of the great specialists are are all star caliber players. Like some of the players you name, Bryce. I'm like, damn, I I left them off my list because I considered them so great, so great. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I mean, Rashard Lewis to Joe Johnson. That's not really, it's not not a comparison at all. I don't know. I bet it's no. Are you are you crazy? Joe Johnson's <laughs> one of the best players. He was literally one of the best two guards his whole career, bro. Okay, and Rashard Lewis is one of the best stretch fours. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, in his position he was the too. Specialist of the time. Yes, he wasn't he, a specialist, bro. He Joe was nice. He was nasty and he was shit. nice, bro. Bro, bro Rashard nice. Lewis was good at mad things, bro. He wasn't a specialist. You're trying to reduce him, like. Remind me. What? I must have forgot. He cooked. He wasn't just a shooter. He cooked. He was nice. He had post moves. He was I. He had a little post moves. He was nice. He had a fadeaway, bro. He wasn't just a spot up shooter. He was nice. He had a fadeaway. He had a fadeaway. I don't know. He might want to. He, he's not that much worse than Dirk. 
What are you talking about, bro? Uh, Derek's talking about Derek's definitely bro, bro. better. Rashard Lewis, multiple Lewis, time all star. Joe Johnson. I'm not. I'm not gonna get away. I'm not gonna let this happen. I'm not gonna let this happen, bro. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what the scrub is talking about, but I'm not gonna let this happen. Joe Johnson is on another. No, level. you got this. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get into the Joe Johnson versus Rashard Lewis with okay. you. I got. Don't you got that. that. <laughs> I'm just saying. Don't Rashard Lewis is nice. Either, bro. Bro, Rashard Lewis is nice. Bro, Rashard Lewis is nice. Rashard Lewis might. Yo, nice. who had a better career, Rashard Lewis or Lamar Odom? Uh, I mean, I would say Lamar Odom. He was a yeah, I'd say Rashard Lewis. I say Lamar, I say Lamar Odom. Odom. A better player, in my opinion. I'd say Rashard Lewis was much. Lamar better. Odom had a championship ring. Yeah, like. See, oh, okay. So now that now that theory works for y'all. Okay, got it. <laughs> I, I forgot. You, yeah, that's you said some shit. Yeah, that's see automatically, automatically. Well, yeah, I see, I see. I think Rashad Lewis played a really big role on that Orlando Magic team. They, of course, he did, bro. They wouldn't. Outside, outside of that run that they had was on by what a three-year span when the Orlando Magic were nice. Yeah, but you can say I the mean, same thing about Dwight Howard, and he's a Hall of Famer. No, but Dwight Howard's an eight-time All-Star, two-time Defensive Player of the Year. Rashad Lewis made the All-Star game twice. Okay, <laughs> two, more times, like, two more times. Two more times than Howard, the, two more times than a lot of people. Stop it, bro. Stop it, bro. <laughs> Rashad <laughs> Lewis is a solid NBA player for sure. I don't want to get. I don't want to start shitting on Rashad Lewis, man. He was nice, but it's two more, two more times than Davis Bertans. That's all I know. Who's a real shooter specialist? That's true. He's definitely better than Davis Bertans. <laughs> you know, two more times hey, than hey, Ryan Don, broke Don off. Bertans for Ben Simmons, man. Get it done, Maury. <laughs> for Ben Simmons. Straight up. Straight up, the salaries match looking strong, mad as hell. That might be what we already get, though. Y'all might really get a specialist for Ben Simmons. How about that? Shit. Hey, as long as he specializes in not being a hoe. <laughs> this is why he left Philly. This is why the man was done with Philly, bro. This is exhibit A. Why Ben Simmons wants no more Philly, bro. He called a hoe. Yeah, hey, we don't he like him anyway. It's all good. You know? Hey, come on to Washington, bitch. We ain't going to call you a <laughs> Yo, we definitely got to make a clip about Nick defending Ben Simmons and then beat. And then ended and then ended with that. Like, tell, <laughs> yes. me, tell me you're a Philly fan without being a Philly fan. Damn. Yeah, tell me how you're a Philly fan without telling me you're a Philly fan. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Whatever. I'm a realist. You can't make this shit All up. of a sudden. So y'all just so y'all so y'all fans just like to fake it, you know what I'm saying? Fuck out of here. <laughs> y'all just go. Y'all won't live in y'all little oblivion. I'll let y'all live, man. You know, nobody bursting on bubble. You know, I don't live in that world, man. I'm very, I'm very real about mine. Well, I, uh, we go ahead you know what? You're right, Nick. You're right because these guys gassed up Dwayne Haskins to the max, to the max. Right, right, and then were, and then just forgot about it. And then, You're and then that way. You know, right? That was your guy, right? That was your guy. He was, that was your guy. Oh, yeah. was. We, we, we believe in Dwayne. We believe in Dwayne. Yeah, he's a team captain. Team captain. Y'all moved on from him so quick, but y'all moved on from him so quick. And then and then y'all 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 had this practice squad guy, and then y'all had him starting in the playoff game for y'all, and then he was y'all savior, and then y'all brought in a career backup, then he was y'all savior, and then he got hurt. 
and then never even heard his name for Look, two weeks. You talk about <laughs> you talk about bursting bubbles and mm-hmm. living in a fantasy world with your players. We were able to move on from Dwayne Haskins much faster than Philly yeah. was able to move on from Ben Simmons, bro. Like, there's yeah, plenty you, of footage they, of you. There's a difference Ben's between how you gonna get it off. together. Yeah, you moved Ben's on working from... on his shot, and now yeah. he's a hoe. Wrong, wrong. <laughs> <Now> <laughs> he's, he, was, he was working on his shot to just a straight yeah. up hoe. The difference so, is, the difference is, we're gonna get, we're gonna get something. Y'all, y'all couldn't get nothing back. Y'all waved him. He got cut. Terminated contract. Oh, you, never wow. call, you never heard us call Dwayne Haskins a hoe. Yeah. Best of luck to Dwayne Haskins. Best of luck, man. Best wishes on, on your future endeavors. And make sure you get a mouthpiece, my boy, because the girl punches you, my boy. Make sure you keep your teeth nice and shiny, my boy. That's right. That's right. Sound like some whole shit to me. <laughs> 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 facts. That's what they. That's what they reduced him to, man. That's what, they reduced him to. that's what happens when you turn into you turn it. You turn. That's what you turn. That's what happens when you turn six ten six ten transition players into point guards. Not, you love them at point guard, though. You used to love it. I was just buying in. To, I was just buying in. What happened to the trust the, trust the process? Not enough for buying in to Dwayne Haskins, but you know you were just buying in. Hey, well, not nah, you try to crucify me because I see the faults in our ways, man. Just because you can't see you, just because you you don't move on from shit until it's already moved on from. I, I'm already. I, I can see. I can see. I can see the writing on the wall here, bro. Nah, bro. I just don't call my players hoes. That's just what I do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Man. Whatever, man. Maybe you should. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then I'll be in the same situation you are, not being able to trade them. Can't get the hey. pennies on the well, dollar. Well, I'm looking ball. forward. I'm looking forward to hard knocks. Carson Wentz is going to be publicly broken on the national stage, so it's it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be great. Yeah, man. <laughs> really, man. Y'all hard on y'all guys, man. Gotta love it. Man. Gotta love it. Hey, hey man. Fellas, Life's think, hard. Uh, life is hard, man. But hey. <laughs> Not if you're a gas panelist. Not if you're a gasaholic. Shout out to all the gasaholics, man. Shout out to all the new uh, the new viewers this week. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. If you don't got you that gas gear, you know, we got the gas hats and non-distress and this Rome's rocking the distress version. You can also, limited yeah. time only, hair. If you go to if you go to gas, <laughs> if you go to gas.com right now, you can get you a pair of Gerardo's inflatable biceps. Don't just get one bicep. Make sure you get them both. Hey, uh, hey, fellas. Good ass sports. Y'all know how to find us at good ass sports on all platforms. Make sure you download the Gas Sports Network app. It's simple to find. It's our Gas Sports Network in your Google Play Store or your Apple App Store. Make sure you download it. Give it the five stars, man. We do this for the culture. We do this for y'all. Rome, is there anything I forgot? Hey, man, hit that follow button if you're watching on Twitter. Subscribe on YouTube. Uh, Shout out to everybody in the Fantasy League. Um, Bryce got me in one Fantasy League last week. I'm getting them in this one this week, man. The payback is on. I'm going to be on here next week talking about how I'm vindicated. Uh, (laughs) But, yeah, man, other than that, man, Thanks for tuning in as always, and shout out to the new followers once again. 
Fellas, let's end it how we always end it. Sports for the culture. Sports for la cultura. Hey, bro, I need you to I need you to finesse me a fake trade. Let me get right. 